by Bina Sarwar? The annual International 16 Days of Activism Against Gender Violence takes place this year without the pioneering South Asian feminist and poet Kamla Basin, even as her songs and poetry enliven many events during this period and beyond. The 16 days are observed annually starting 25th of November, the International Day for the Elimination of Violence Against Women. They end on 10th of December, with International Human Rights Day. These are integrated issues that Kamla fought for all her life. And she did this with love, joy, music, poetry and compassion. As she famously said, I am a feminist, and I do not hate men. I am a feminist and I do not hate women who are not feminists. I am a feminist, and I laugh. She was very clear that the fight is not against men but against patriarchy and its associated evils, violence, discrimination, and oppression. Feminism is the radical notion that women are human, it's not about dominating men or wanting to be the same as men. Kamla would have appreciated the slogan Feminize to Humanize coined by her friend and fellow activist Lolita Rambas. This is the title of an upcoming online event on 28th of November, part of a monthly series organized by the South Asia Peace Action Network, or SAPAN. The series, themed Imagine. Neighbors in Peace, was a concept close to Kamla's heart. Cross-Border Love Kamla was born on April 24, 1946 in Shaidanwala neighborhood of Mandi Bahauding in Lahore City in undivided India. She'd always had an affinity for the land of her birth and developed many close friendships there, as well as in other parts of South Asia. Many of these relationships began in the late 1970s. One of them was with her twin in Lahore, feminist and educationist Amina Bano Raymond, born in Aligarh on the same day as Kamla. Kamla never tired of remarking at the coincidence of their parallel lives. Another is the Bangladeshi activist Kushi Kabir, to whom Kamla passed on the mantle of Sangat in January this year, the South Asian feminist network she founded nearly half a century ago. Kushi credits Kamla with helping her to go beyond the hurt and anger of 1971 to form solidarities with Pakistani feminists. For Kushi's daughter Rohini Kamal, the two came in a pair. They were life partners. So it is I got two mums. Kamba, as Rohini called Kamla, even took care of Rohini's health, physical and mental, taking her to doctors and even paying the bills. And so, so many times I told Kamba things I couldn't tell anyone else, not Ma or my friends. When Kamla was diagnosed with cancer in July, Kushi was desperate to be with her. She submitted her passport to the Indian High Commission at Dhaka. They asked for her previous passports, which she provided. Kamla passed away barely three months later. Kushi never got the visa. It is cruel to keep people apart like this. Why should South Asians need visas to visit each other? Why can't the region be like the European Union, and allow free trade and travel to its people? The rigidity of governments and their policies makes the very idea seem preposterous. But is it? A South Asian Union? I first heard about the concept of a South Asian Union years ago from Dr. Mubashir Hassan, former finance minister and hawk turned dove. In the 1990s, Dr. Mubashir was among the founders of the Pakistan-India People's Forum for Peace and Democracy, PIPT, a network that Kamla was also part of. Kamla's visits to Lahore were incomplete without seeing Dr. Mubashir and two of his closest friends Asma Jahangir and Yah Rahman, both also among PIPT's founding members. Dr. Mubashir Hassan and Kamla Basin at the first Asma Jahangir conference in Lahore in 2018. When Asma died suddenly in February 2018, friends in India could not attend her funeral. 
with no visas, they had to content themselves with organizing tributes to her. One of the largest such tributes was in Delhi. Kamla and her close friend Dr. Syeda Hamid, Dr. Mubashir's niece, were among the organizers. Coordinators of the first Asma Jahangir Conference in Lahore, October 2018, had to jump through hoops to get Kamla over as a speaker. That was the last time Kamla visited her beloved birthplace. Kamla's words for Asma at the conference ring true for herself today. Asma, she said, had only left her body. Her soul is here, her passion is here, her compassion is here, and her ideas are here. These ideas, she added, live in each person who works to uphold rule of law, human rights, democracy and the concept that all humans are born equal and free with rights and dignity, enshrined in the UN Declaration of Human Rights. This was the last time she met Dr. Mubashir. When it became clear that he would not be around much longer, Kamla and other friends in India were desperate to see him but were prevented by the visa issue. He passed away in February 2020, aged 98. Dr. Mubashir and his friend journalist Kuldeep Niyar had for years been in the forefront of the joint celebrations of India and Pakistan's Independence Days at midnight, August 14-15, at Wagga border. The tradition has continued despite obstacles from the governments. In 2018, the youth group Egizi Dosti introduced a flagging-off ceremony in Delhi, with Kuldeep Niyar passing on the baton to them. This was his last public appearance. He passed away barely 10 days later. His granddaughter, journalist Mandira Niyar, is a Sapankor member who will host the November Feminize to Humanize event. The following year, Kamla Basin flagged off the peace march. A few months later, the pandemic struck. Apology With her South Asian vision, Kamla was solidly behind Sapan when the coalition was formed in March this year after an online brainstorming session on how to go beyond ideological divides in the region. By June, she was having a difficult time. The pain and grief of the pandemic all around also impacted her elder brother's family in Jaipur, she felt terrible about not being able to be with them. Her son Jeet, Shatu, was ill. And she was facing attacks on social media for remarks she had made in May about the transgender community. It speaks to Kamla's grace and courage that when made aware of her lapse, she apologized unconditionally and publicly, adding, Feminism to me is about continuous learning and listening to each and every person. I will not try to explain the clips being circulated, but rather step back, reflect, learn and understand. Who knew that her time to reflect, learn and understand would be so limited? A few days later when I asked her to speak at the next Sapan event, she replied that she was checking into a hospital the following morning, 21st of June, to get a biopsy for an abscess on her liver. I don't think I will be fit by 26th. If I am, I will listen to all of you. Love. She shared the link to her brief address at the Kaabas Memorial Lecture, 8th of June, when she introduced the keynote speaker, journalist P. Sinat. Her brief, rousing remarks in Hindi-slash-Urdu and English, with her trademark sparkling eyes, smile, head-wagging and raised fist, set the stage for Sinat's talk on the issues India is facing. How much poorer India and Pakistan would have been, said Kamla, had Abbas not lived and written his books, newspaper columns and films on neglected issues. She reiterated her belief, when people like Abbas Sahib leave their bodies, only their bodies die. Their ideas don't. As long as such people are with us, dreams will remain alive, hope will remain alive. We will fight, we will win. What is so special about them, she said, is that they have the four-letter word love in their hearts, unconditional, 
radical love. It is this love that does not allow them to be silent when they see hatred, injustice, inequality, attacks on human rights, on democracy, on our Ganga Jamuni culture, attacks on Mother Nature. Kamla's words about Asma, about Abbas, about Sinat and others she paid tribute to hold true for her too. Adversity Diagnosed with liver cancer last night. I am in the hospital for eight days. No discomfort at all when I came. Just the tests have damaged things. Love, Kamla's July 2nd reply to my message was calm and stoic. Two months later, she was gone. Activist Kavita Srivastava in Jaipur, another Sapan mentor and old friend of Kamla's, broke the news about Kamla's passing on 25th of September, a little after 3 a.m. India time, sharing grief at the departure of someone who celebrated life whatever the adversity. Shadu had been left severely disabled as a baby, catalyzed by a severe reaction to a vaccine. Kamla's partner Balaji developed severe mental health issues after the Sikh massacre of 1984. In 2006, they lost their 27-year-old daughter Mito to suicide at Oxford. A few weeks after Mito's death, Kamla wrote to friends about a realization she had, that our movements, networks, and involvements would provide her a reason to live. She lived up to that promise. Herself a child abuse survivor, Kamla believed that patriarchy is harmful not only to women but also to men, as she powerfully stated in the Amir Khan-hosted TV show Satyam Abjade, 2014. Through her words and songs, Kamla helped many understand how harmful patriarchy is to men. Bridges not walls Kamla often said, I am not a wall that divides but a crack in the wall that allows light and sound to pass from one side to the other. She also said, walls turned sideways are bridges. And, without peace in South Asia, there can be no progress. In keeping with this spirit, just hours before she passed away, Kamla participated in an online session of the Indian National Chapter of PIP. To Mandira Niyar, who is hosting the Sapan event on gender violence dedicated to Kamla, the late feminist was like a nurturing tree under whose shade so many gained their strength. A couple of weeks after Kamla passed on, Mandira had an idea, as a result of which a potful of soil from Kamla's garden in Delhi has reached Kushi in Dhaka. Mandira sent it in a box made by the women in Nizamuddin, an urban slum in the heart of Delhi in the shadow of the five-star Oberoi Hotel. The women are with Aishanur, a self-help group started by Aga Khan Trust for Culture as part of the Nizamuddin Urban Renewal Project. Another potful of soil is destined for Lahore, whenever someone can take it. There is more for other friends as and when it can be managed, depending not least on visas. Flowering trees around South Asia seeded in the soil from Kamla's garden will be a reminder, if one is needed, of the value she stood for and worked for, in which she lives on. Bina Sarwar is a journalist, co-founder and curator of South Asia Peace Action Network, Sapan. This is a syndicated piece produced for the Sapan News Network. To participate in the Sapan event Gender Violence in South Asia, Feminize to Humanize on November 28, 2021, register here. To watch it live, follow Sapon on Facebook. <laughs>